What's up, everybody? Thank you for tuning in. On today's show, we'll recap the weekend in NFL and NCAA football news. We've also got some NBA trade rumors and drama to dissect. Oh, and Tiger Woods has finally won a tournament. We'll break down his win and get into the hot topic of the day, where we discuss the downfall of the New England Patriots. Don't go anywhere, because You Don't Know Jack starts now. Welcome to uh, You Don't Know Jack. We are the Outsiders Looking In. My name is Chris Brown. And I'm Hubert Maitland. And this is episode 29 of the great podcast that you love to listen to. Yes, you do. Every week. We try to do it every Sunday. Post it every Sunday night. Well, you know, <laughs> sometimes. Happens. Yeah. Yeah, if that happens. Uh, you actually got two last week. So, hey, that's that's uh, wasn't supposed to happen, but hey, you should be excited about that. It worked that. out, yes. Two podcasts on one day. It was a double header. That's what I like to do. Yes. Anyways, everybody has an opinion on sports. You know how we like to do it here. If you think you're truly an expert, then you need to go get a job as a general manager or bet money in Vegas and make millions of dollars. Bet money. Bet money. But I I think that we should just sit back and relax and enjoy the uncertainty of sports in the United States and the rest of the world because I don't know and you don't know. Jack. Jack. Let's get into some shout outs. You know. Shout it out. Well, big shout out. Yes, big we, time. Have, we have a big, big one. Uh, breaking news. Live from the wire. We just got this in about a minute or two ago. Tiger Woods is back ladies and gentlemen he is back that's right that's right that's right tiger woods is it back in the winner's circle yes for the first time yes since what 2015 2013 it said 2013 last time he won was 2013 wow um yeah so he finally won what is called the tour championship don't know what that is but it <laughs> is uh located out of atlanta georgia on the co- on the on the course of East Lake Golf Club. Uh par is seventy. Yardage is seven thousand three hundred and forty six. And the purse is nine million dollars, if anybody cared about that. But <laughs> uh he definitely came in first. Uh he he was uh eleven under par. Uh that's really, really good by the way, if anybody knows. That's that's really hard to do. And what was the final score there? About 70, 71 was his final score? 71? Yeah, so coming into the last round, um, he was, I believe, a combined 36 under par. Yeah. So, um, yeah, like it, it was really good. Um, and he shot a 71 today, Sunday, recording on Sunday. And uh, it was a big party. Everybody yeah. was really excited. Including his new girlfriend. Yep, including the new girlfriend, Tiger B. Be careful, Tiger. Be careful, Tiger. <laughs> we went down this dark road before. Yes. But again, this is his 80th PGA Tour event. Um, 
excuse me, his 80th PGA Tour win. Yes. And his first since 2013, like you said. Yes. So, yeah, I, it's finally happened. Congratulations to that guy. So, yeah, it's uh, it's an exciting day. I, I'm kind of mad because I saw the highlight on, I think, Thursday or Friday where right. he was killing it. And then I, I just didn't get a chance to watch today. Right. So much going on. But, I mean, Tiger's back. <laughs> that's, Tiger's that's, back. That pretty much sums it up. Tiger, Tiger's <laughs> Tiger's here. Tiger's back. Uh, you know, yeah, I just I hope he him continues success and, you know, represent. Yeah, and I've heard that people, although he hasn't won much, people are still tuning into golf in much higher numbers. Uh, the viewership is it just skyrocketed I in can, the last year. I can so. definitely see that. He definitely brings in the money. So I mean, I I just I don't know if I could sit through a whole tournament tournament just watching golf. I could do a if I was if it I was could do the last round if it was in if it was in the background and I was watching it and doing something <laughs> else maybe there's nothing else on TV. But you know we have football now. Basketball's coming September 28th, and yeah, so. Yeah, there's a lot going on, a lot going on, Um, but uh, what I'm really excited about is baseball is about to start their playoff uh, run here in about a week. Yes. Super excited about that, and it's just things like this, like when you see a grand slam for somebody's uh, 1,000th hit, that's huge. Yes. That's huge. Tell us about Jason Kipnis. Well, from what I saw on uh, on some of the highlights I've seen, he was it was a grand slam, so it means everybody was able to score, basically. And yeah, the the whole bit, the whole stadium was rocking. I mean, his team was was uh, killing it, basically. Yep, they were they were all over the place. It was just a it was just an electric thing to, to watch. Um, and yeah, I just I continue to see him succeed and and hopefully he can continue to hit many more grand slams <laughs> walk yeah. off grand slams yeah by the way. i mean yeah that's a huge thing right, a walk was, off grand slam yeah, for your thousandth hit yeah yeah to end that game wow <laughs> what and a way to go. um yeah against um against the white Sox. Yes. so that was um that was huge for him cleveland is in the playoff run they have um excuse me they've clinched their division so that's huge for them. They will yes. be in the playoffs right now. They are the number three seed in the AL division. So um, I don't think we'll they played. I don't think they played enough games. I'm just being real. <laughs> I, I don't think they played enough games. Like I mean, that's not enough games. Yeah, they need, they need you to know, uh, it looks like most people are at about 155 games right now. <laughs> so they got about seven more to go. Oh, geez, that's insane. That Ridiculous. Is absolutely that's insane. Just, I mean, the 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 uh, Red Sox are at 105 right now. Okay, 105. Put that in perspective. Yeah, 105 wins. Yeah. 105 wins. Like that's 50 insane. losses. So <laughs> so basically yeah, yeah, that's 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 ridiculous. I, I but they get paid for it. So exactly. it, it don't matter. Yeah, exactly. I get matter. paid and travel is actually better than the travel in other sports cuz you actually get to stay for like 3-4 days. And also, you don't have to do as much. <laughs> <laughs> like you get ready for the game, you don't do as much. You just sit there. Like yeah, the ball I, comes your way, great. I caught it, I throw it, you know. But yeah, my biggest thing about baseball is I I'm surprised there aren't more injuries in baseball because of the speed of the ball yeah, and yeah. also the fact that you're sitting there not doing much cold. for like five minutes. Yeah, cold. Yeah, you get cold, and then you have to go sprint, and it's yeah. like, ah, 
I don't know. I don't know. Baseball is an interesting sport. Unless they're going to keep doing like uh, warm-ups and jumping jacks as, as the day goes on or the, the, the game goes on <laughs> to keep warm. I don't I don't know. I mean, that's what but I would just, do if I was in outfield. Just put a just put an exercise bike by the edges and <laughs> let them stay warm and then hop off when they see the, the, the fly ball. I don't know. Something. They, they should get a like a hoverboard and do squats while they're out there. <laughs> I mean, just work on your core while you're out there. Just I, think, I think that'll work. I think that'll everything. work. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So I saw this amazing news lebron james is officially going to be a part of the space jam sequel it yes. is confirmed ladies and gentlemen um he apparently the director of black panther ryan uh cogler mm-hmm. is going to be the executive producer and um yeah it's it's gonna be it's actually a real thing like we, it's been rumored for a while but um it's actually a real project now and well, uh, no. they they announced it um via twitter as mm-hmm. most announcements nowadays yeah are. they don't call people anymore yeah they just um, uh, they will just put out a tweet and so you see bugs bunny you see lebron james um ryan cogler is the producer and then um t nance which i actually didn't grab his name but um nance is going to be the director okay um i like everything we have to put some conspiracy in there i did hear some uh um i think i guess it was gossip or not gossip i think it's rumors which doesn't make any sound any better but uh that's you know michael jordan was the last one that that was that was uh part of the the whole series and so he was he was saying that he wanted uh blake griffin of the well was of the the uh, los angeles clippers and now is a part of the detroit pistons uh to be the successor in that uh in space jams and that's Uh that's that's a little bit of uh that's a little that's a little awkward when the goat says (laughs) i endorse somebody else but he doesn't endorse the second goat yeah, or the I third mean, goat, whichever one, whatever you whichever argument them. you want to use. To, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, either one works, but uh, yeah, it's, it's I don't know why. Uh, I think LeBron James is a better suited for this 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 uh, movie, but at the same time, I don't know. Yeah, I I want to say that um, Blake Griffin is a better actor. But LeBron James isn't bad either. No. And in in my opinion, LeBron James is a better player. Right. And obviously has won championships. Right. So like that to me that's huge. That's why I would choose um LeBron over uh Blake Griffin. But Blake Griffin is a, a he's incredibly funny and he's a pretty good actor. Yeah. So I can understand why Michael Jordan wanted to do that. We gotta remember, everybody keeps saying, like, oh, Space Jam was one of the greatest movies ever. Whoa, calm it, down. It, <laughs> exactly. It wasn't it was one of the greatest sports movies ever, but Whoa, Michael Jordan. Down. There's well, a lot well, who, of good well, ones out there. Okay, so what Invincible, do you put? Uh, yeah, but okay, by an actual um, player. Oh, okay, okay, I got yeah, what you're saying. I get from you're an saying. actual yeah. player. Yeah, um, a lot of people put he got game out there with uh, Ray Allen, but I was like, eh, okay, maybe I don't know. But <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I, I saw that one. Yeah, it's it's a Spike Lee joint, so oh. it's kind of interesting. We'll, we'll put oh, it that Spike way. Spike Lee is an interesting character. Yeah, viewer discretion advised. Yeah. So. <laughs> but yeah, it's I, I don't I don't know. I think Blake Griffin is a great actor, and he'll have plenty of chances to make movies. I just don't think it should be Space Jam. I think Space Jam just has this this crazy, um, kind of uh, dignified 
<laughs> stigma. Like yeah. uh, all of the greats, well, a lot of the greats were in that movie, and obviously Michael Jordan, the greatest, was the main character. So I don't know. I I, I agree with the LeBron James as the lead actor in that one. Yes, yes. So big time. Moving on, we're gonna have to go ahead and get that. Go ahead and get that congratulations cue ready, because the Bills just pulled off the biggest upset to date so far <laughs> in this young in this 2018 season. exactly now let's say let's just be clear they don't work that hard but um <laughs> they, it was incredible to kind of kind of see the the bills put it on one of the, one one of the teams that everybody thinks will be a super bowl contender yeah a lot um, of people have them winning the the division, the division, not the division, the uh, definitely the division, definitely, but yeah. also the conference. Yeah, I can't see the conference. Um, I if the Packers play the way that they've been playing, that's they also and, and lost not today. today. Yeah. Not today. Um, and it was they lost today. So, uh, if they if they continue to lose, like play like they did today, uh, I don't know who's gonna come out of that division. Who else is in the division? The Bears, the uh, uh the yeah, Lions. The NFC is not. You're talking about the division or the conference? The division. The division. Oh, the division is easy. It's going to be Vikings or the Packers. Yeah. But um, as far as the conference is concerned, there's a couple other contenders. Oh, the conference. The 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 conference itself is strong, like really strong. The NFC South is crazy strong. The NFC East is eh, the doable. The NFC West is really weak. So yeah, uh, except for the Rams, I would say that's the only exception there. I mean, as I'm, as a collective, like. If you pin the conferences against each other, I think the NFC South is the strongest conference uh, out of all of them so far because the NFC South is listen besides the Falcons, they have bad look. Um, <laughs> well, see, that's the thing. The Falcons are actually a good team. They just can't seem to put it together. Well, when they play uh, a, a conference, when they play a divisional uh, team. It's always a toss up. So yeah. those though the the was it the two losses that they have are against divisional teams because they play the Falcons played the Panthers last week and then they played the Saints this week. Yep. So I mean those are always tough games, but they can beat easily beat anybody in the NFC. Yeah, I I think they would struggle a little bit against the uh, the Eagles and the Rams and the Packers or Vikings, but that I mean everybody else in the NFC is is fine. AFC, I don't know. AFC is kind of a mess right now. Yeah, but um, yeah, I, I I don't know. Falcons are a good team. Their their record is one and two right now, and I don't, I don't think that's really indicative of who they are. Right. Um, they're actually a, a decent team. Right, but, but we, the back to the Bills. Yeah, we were talking about the Bills <laughs> and got off on a tangent. But yeah, the Bills, uh, Bill, Bills Mafia. Uh, congratulations to you. You uh, you deserve this win because you know your your coaching staff and your front office are terrible at what they do. Um, <laughs> why would you Why would you get rid of Nathan? Why would you get rid of AJ McCarron and then have a rookie and Nathan Peterman? And one of those is really good at being a quarterback <laughs> yeah. and the other one is Nathan Peterman <laughs> so yes one of them has the position title of quarterback the other one not so sure I mean I just don't understand what 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 your uh what your what your, your thought process was there but good good win against the Vikings I don't know if the Vikings tried to show up I don't know if they 
they decided to stay home the rest of the day. I mean, they quit at halftime. They they retired. I don't, I don't oh, know what yeah. happened. Oh, did they retire? I Ooh, think they retired at oh halftime. <laughs> Foreshadowing. <laughs> Foreshadowing yes. is something that we definitely need to talk about. Yes. Uh, but yeah, good good for the Bills. Good win for them. They um, it wasn't even close really. It was twenty seven to six. So oh, it wasn't close. Bills. I mean, they got two field goals in the fourth quarter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that 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 tells you something. They dominated is, that game thoroughly. Yeah, very weird from the Vikings. I don't know what they were thinking. Uh, moving on to college rounds or college realm, the NCAA football. We have the FSU Seminoles. Go ahead and talk about your team, you. Well, um, I just want to throw this in there because, you know, I'm going to pick on my team the rest of the way just so it makes it easier <laughs> to handle. Yep, you and me both. Um, <laughs> Florida State actually looked competent. This was, I know it was a, I know it was a, uh, a FCS, well, not FCS, FB, well, what is it? What is Northern Illinois? Is it FCS school? I think it's um, FCS. I think probably it's an FBS FS. school. Um, but we we kind of looked conf- we we looked we looked a little dis- disoriented the first drive uh, that we came down. But uh, after we settled in, uh, you know, after the ricochet touchdown, which nobody knew who the, who went who the ball went to the first drive, uh, we settled down and we actually scored some points. Yeah, um, we won't beat anybody worth worth it in 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 our division or whatever, but. You know, this was a good. This was a good kind of kickstarter to build on for for the rest of the season. So we, I mean, we, I think we can get to a bowl. I, I believe. Yeah, I, I mean, you only need what seven, eight games to get to a bowl. I think seven games. Yeah. yeah so you guys bowl, are so what right now? You guys are we're two, two and one or two and two right now. Two and two. I think. Yeah, yeah I think so. You lost right to Syracuse. Now. Lost to VT. Oh, VT, that upset. Uh, we got to talk about that. Oh, too. yeah. I was. I could not believe that. Oh, I yeah. could not believe that. Let's get into it right now, real quick. All right, let's do it. Congratulations VT. to Old Dominion. Uh, they pulled off the, I guess, well, we'll just say that's the second biggest upset, even though it, start, it happened first, happened on Saturday. But um, Old Dominion put the, put the pause. Uh, to to borrow uh, Kevin Hart's uh, phrase, they put the pause on VT. Uh, I don't know how this happened. I don't know if VT just thought this was going to be the easiest game of the season. I, I I don't know what happened, but well, I mean, the scoring was really close until the fourth quarter. Something just changed. Yeah, and they Old came Dominion back 28, 28 to seven in the fourth quarter. Yeah. I, I don't I don't understand that, but uh yeah vt thought they they would run the uh the acc uh especially the acc coastal i believe they're in the acc coastal and uh yeah so they got embarrassed uh they got embarrassed big time i i don't because you know obviously old dominion is unranked and uh, unranked and a fcs school uh yeah fcs school and so it's kind of like what are you doing this is an appalachian state situation yes like you can't you can't lose to this team because virginia tech was ranked what number 12 i think they were thir- 13 yeah i think they were 13 so yeah ranked pretty I mean, high and um yeah to it's like the situation that we talked about uh i forget with miami i think miami lost to oh yeah the u uh miami lost to i mean vt vt has to be out completely out yeah, they're out. So yeah, they they still got some votes. They got fifty five votes, uh, but uh, it's just it, it's crazy to 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 see this. What probably the second biggest uh, upset that I've ever seen in life. I, I just don't understand. 
I don't understand it all. No, that, that definitely goes up there. I mean, granted. Um, of the weekend, I should say. Yeah. Second biggest. Because I, I, I feel like the Bills are the worst football team in life right now. <laughs> and uh, old Really? Dominion, not the Browns? I would say the Browns are. No. I mean, right right now, the right Browns now. are better. But in the last, like, two years. No, no, no. Like, in life right now, like, in, right in now. this moment, uh, the Bills are the worst football team in life. Um, and yeah. Old Dominion isn't a bad team. They just are outmatched because they don't have the four and five star recruits that are three and four star recruits that Virginia Tech has. So Yeah, that's that's unacceptable. Yeah, so to be able to beat a team that's over that overmatches you, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, and so I and unfortunately unfortunately there's some news coming out that um uh defensive lineman, I believe, Trevor Hill, Trayvon Hill was uh, released from Virginia Tech. So uh, Was this a situation where he was asked to go in and, and didn't go in? I I read something about this. Yeah, I think they're saying that it, the official statement from Virginia Tech football is basically uh, Trayvon Hill has been dismissed from the football team effective immediately for not upholding the high standards that we have for our student athletes at Virginia Tech. Wow, so that's very <laughs> robotic. Like, yeah, it's, uh, well, that's, he that's typed it up how it sounds. Yeah, yeah. like uh, that's from head coach Justin Fuente. That's so. like the most uh, most cliche type up a uh, statement that can never be typed in life. Yeah. I just want I just want a, a football coach to be real. Yeah, he didn't do what I told him to do. Uh he sat on his butt and it was lazy and now he's off the team. You want any any questions? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just be real about it. Exactly. It but you know, of course they had to give that robotic statement and so on and so forth. So basically there was going to be ugly some ugly situations, and it looks like uh, this is one of them. This is the fallout. So I'm guessing from he quit loss. at halftime, and uh, he retired <laughs> from football altogether. Uh, um, he hashtag Vontae Davis. Well, yes, yes, absolutely. But they and you don't even know what was going on beforehand. Um, the article that I have from uh, Globber Country, which I guess is a VT football blog from SB Nation, <laughs> Globber sure. Country. Good, good times. Um, Even though they're Hokies, but go ahead. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, accordingly, according to them, it's basically a cumulative effect because he's had multiple instances, and this may have been the final straw for Fuente, the uh, head coach. Losing always is the final straw. So, yes. <laughs> yeah. If they were winning, this wouldn't have been an issue, honestly. <laughs> this would be real about that. That's true. That's true. They would definitely gloss over it over and over again. Looking at you, Urban Meyer. Ooh. Ooh shots, shots fired. fired. I wish I had. Never mind. I, I, yeah, we I, probably shouldn't I, do gunshots. Probably, yeah, <laughs> that would be a good idea. <laughs> so we actually went to a college football game last night. I'll give you an air horn. How's that? Love it. Love it. Yes, we want to congratulate the Mocs for their for beating uh, Samford. They played Samford. Uh, I have no where. I have no idea where Samford's from. They're, but, from, they're from Georgia. Okay, so they they what they they beat Sanford, uh, FCS school, um, the Sanford Bulldogs, and that was the same team that almost whooped the crap out of my team, Fuller State. Put up uh, some points. Yes, on. yes, so, absolutely. Uh, and I actually have to correct myself. They're from Alabama. Huh. Interesting. Yeah, you know, I thought they, they were from Georgia. They had Nick Saban. Uh, Nick Saban. Uh, of subdivision. They 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 come from the same <laughs> Nick Saban school. So. Yeah, they're in the Southern Conference, and um, yeah, no, that, that it was an interesting game because I I saw 
I was late to the game. <laughs> yes, you were. I was there for the whole thing. You were up, yeah, for the whole thing. And uh, Chattanooga Mox, they're doing work. Yeah, uh, they're four zero right now. They're they're plugging away. Uh, yep. Um, it's just it's just fun to watch Chattanooga Mox uh, play. We gotta get a player up here and interview him. Yeah, we gotta talk to him. What point. is what it's like to be a uh, Chattanooga Mox right now? To walk on and and play for them, but yeah, man, get your eligibility up, man. You can I do mean, it. I'm a little old now. I mean, I, as far as I know, if you've never played before and you go back to college, you can play. Wow. Even if I'm 40? Yeah. There was a guy. Guys, I'm not 40. I'm just saying. <laughs> if I was 40 I, and I could still play, I probably would try. Anyways. Yeah, there was a 50-year-old who tried. I don't know how long that lasted. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want to talk about this. Exactly. But the Mocs ended up winning 27-20. to 20. It was a good game towards the end. Um, Bulldogs fought hard, but... Uh, those mocks, they're on a roll. They are on a roll. Our uh, quarterback, Nick Tiano, was 16 for 35, 278 yards with two TDs. Yes. So, playing very, big. Very good. very good. So that's that's that. And now let's go to injuries. I'm in pain. I have injury. <sighs> You've got no arms left. Yes, I have. Look, just a flesh wound. Injury report. Okay, so we're going to run these down really quick because uh, time is fleeting. Do you like that? Time is fleeting. Time is fleeting. Wow. Anyways, <laughs> uh, I impressed myself. <laughs> Anyways, uh, uh, first order of business, Jimmy Garoppolo, the guy that looked very, very promising, uh, is suspected to have an ACL uh, tear. I forget which leg he was. Which one was right or left? I just said. Uh, I can look it up. Um, yeah, it was. He was carted off the field today. We are recording this actually at six o'clock, which means ninety percent of the games that we have uh, have been played today. Uh, we have maybe a couple of of games left to play. Um, but he 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 is suspected to tear his left. Uh, left ACL in his left knee, uh, late on Sun this this past uh Sunday. So, yeah, it's it's not looking good for for the Forty Niners. They are have been looking for their franchise quarterback since they kicked, um, <laughs> you know, um, calling Kaepernick to the curve. So. Shame on them. Anyways, moving on. <laughs> well, um, I mean, it's not like they kicked him to the curb, but yeah, they they definitely didn't make him a priority. Uh, yeah, so his MRI is on Monday. Uh, Garoppolo, Jimmy Garoppolo's MRI is on Monday, and they will confirm the extent of the injury. Um, but the team is uh, not too positive. Yeah, I, I really <laughs> hope that young man doesn't have a, a long, long-term injury. If he does, then hopefully a uh, good rehab for him and get back on the field. Side note, I'm sorry to the person that I just traded Jimmy Garoppolo to in my fantasy league. Wow. Better, better uh, luck Insider trading. You knew this was going to happen, did you? <laughs> Please. I wish. <laughs> <laughs> I would have said uh, accept trade sooner. I, mean, <laughs> I was really torn about that trade. Yeah. All right, my guy, Bengals, wide receiver, top, top wide receiver in the NFL, and he's also a perennial all-star. Sorry, not all-star, pro bowler. Uh, A.J. Green has appeared to injure his groin in the loss to the Panthers today. Uh, I, I just hope it's not a serious injury. Um, A.J. No, Green, not. get yeah. well soon. We yes. need you, buddy. Yes, definitely. 
Uh, moving on, Evan Ingram uh, left the game in, I think they were in, in Houston uh, with a knee injury. Uh, he did not return. Terrain Brock uh, let's exited the game with a groin injury and did not return in, his, in their loss to the Baltimore Ravens. So he has been ruled out. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, that's it. Moving on, uh, right tackle. Uh, Donald Penn from the Raiders uh, left the game with a concussion and he did not return, obviously. Troy, uh, Troy, really? Trey Wayans yep. left the game with an ankle injury and did not return. Uh, Blaine, uh, Blaine Gabbert. Yeah, this was Gabbert, a big one. That's the name. Gabbert, right? Gabbert. Gabbert. Yep. Uh, left, uh, left the game with a concussion. So they had to get their second string quarterback, which is their first starter. Uh, who is none other than the Marcus Mariota, who is also injured and battling what they are calling a career ending injury if they don't get it going. Oh, that's yeah. not good. That's this was the same injury that I forget the quarterback. I read an article that they said that one of the quarterbacks, uh, famous quarterbacks, had to end his end his career because of this injury. Yeah, and so this could potentially be an see an uh, career ending injury if he doesn't get this corrected or if it doesn't correct itself. Uh, had to come in and pretty much complete the game, which, again, he beat the Jacksonville Jaguars. Don't know how yeah. that happened. I, um, I really don't get that. Come on, Jacksonville. Yeah, you, you need you need, you need need to do something about that. Uh, moving on, Adoree Jackson had a concussion uh, for the t- Titans again, so they were out. he was out for the rest of the game. Muhammad Wilkerson got carted off with an ankle injury. For the Packers, uh, and also tackle Brian Balaga had a back injury that he did not return from. And what hurt me the most was my boy Ronnie, uh, Ron, <laughs> Ronnie, Rodney <laughs> McLeod yes. exited the game with a knee injury. Uh, hopefully, that's not a serious injury and he can return soon. Yeah, as always, football equals injuries. Yes, a lot of injuries. <laughs> Let's get into these headlines. Daily Headline. Ladies and gentlemen, all rise. Mr. Aaron Judge back for the Yankees. Oh, there you go. Oh, don't hurt yourself. <laughs> if we had video, this would be hilarious. You may be seated. <laughs> you may be seated. All right. Okay, that hurts. Oh, yes. All the Yankees fans rejoice and clap your hands. Um, it makes you want to shout just a little bit. But wow, um, I loved all the, uh, all the references there. <laughs> that was fantastic. I try. I'm, I'm excited about this because the Yankees have officially – Clinched a wild card spot. Thank you very much for all the haters out there. We knew it was going to happen. It was just a matter of time. But they have clinched a wild card spot. They will end up facing the A's. Um, oh, that game is going to be good. Those are one game playoffs to get into the pl- um to get the last spot. World series, yeah, yeah, in, inside of the division, right? The championship or divisional series. And so, yeah, I'm excited about that with Judge back. I think he's going to have a great, great uh, postseason. Actually, I don't know for sure, but nobody's an expert. <laughs> but I'm well, excited to see what he does. I think, I think, yeah, I think he's 
Aaron Judge, I have seen him play probably once <laughs> in the, all the short time that I've seen baseball. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying more and more, guys. I am trying my hardest to watch <laughs> baseball, but uh, I watched a little, uh, uh, maybe like uh, an inning <laughs> of the Red Sox and the and the Yankees uh, game. Uh, I know the Yankees won. Or the yeah, the Yankees won one game. Uh, did they win both? Actually, they won two out of three for the series. Wow. Yeah. No, I was surprised. I was like, what? What is going on right yeah, now? Yeah, <laughs> I, I think I think that's a not a favorable favorable Rewind. favorable matchup for the Red Sox. Even though the Red Sox are probably the powerhouse team to come out. Yes. Uh, so yeah, it's going to be interesting to see, especially when the playoffs happens, how the Red Sox react. Because you know, it's not it's not the team that has the best record that always wins the game or always wins the championship. So yeah, yeah, exactly. So um, it, it's all about chemistry, having your guys when it matters most. Which having Judge back is huge for the Yankees. Um, uh, I actually missed a shout out, so if I can, I can get a uh, a chance to shout out those baby Braves. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. The Baby Braves have clinched a playoff berth. No, a divisional. That's right. I'm ready for all the haters. (laughs) All the haters. Shout out to my boy, Justin. He's the one that told me that these Baby Braves would actually do something if they could put it all together. And that's right. For the NL division they are number two right now behind the cubs and they're going to to the playoffs yes nobody believed in them yes not one not two nobody i I believed in them (laughs) because we live right down here next to the baby braves exactly yeah down um, here everybody's talking about what they've been doing because they weren't supposed to do anything yes so they were supposed to be at the bottom i was a big fan of chipper jones when he played so you know i i i and also, we stole their chant at at Florida State. So you know, I have I have deep deep ties, deep roots to uh to uh you know uh the Atlanta Braves. And so yes, I, I just want to get into this really quickly. Just a playoff outlook for the um, the excuse me the MLB postseason. The Boston Red Sox are leading the AL division. They yes. have clinched their division. They should be number one heading into Throughout. the playoffs. Yes. Uh, and then your NL division leader is the Cubs. Go Cubs, go! That's what I'm talking about. I really didn't know if they would get the wild card or they would be a um, a leader, a division leader, and uh, they're a division leader. I'm excited yes. about that. They will be. Looks like they will be the number one seed throughout for the NL division. Got your wild cards in the NL: Milwaukee and St. Louis, and your wild card, as I said before, in the AL: the Yankees and the Oakland A's. Man, let's just play some baseball. I'm ready. See, that's the thing. Like, I don't necessarily like the 162 game grind of the baseball season, mm-hmm. but I absolutely love postseason baseball. It is incredibly intense and uh, just fun to watch. So well, much passion. Well, you know, I was invited to play softball. Yeah. Oh, this summer. Uh. Well, he. Well, yeah. I I've been invited every year, but through through the school that we are here, we're near to. Um, I was invited to play by some some uh some of the students and all that. I politely reclined, declined that <laughs> that that uh, uh invitation, invitation because I felt I feel like softball rules change every week. 
um, depending on where you play. Um, so, yeah, I, I, baseball, I, I think I would probably end up playing baseball a lot faster than I play uh, softball. The only thing that's keeping hmm. me from playing baseball is the fact that baseball travels a lot faster than softball. So, yep. I, I don't I don't I don't know if I would love to do that, but I know yeah. this is off a tangent, but hey, it's fine. I'll just get off my chest. <laughs> no, speak your truth, man. Speak yes. your truth. truth. I understand that. Yes. You know who else likes to speak their truth? Mr. Jimmy Butler of the question mark, question mark, Timberwolves. Uh, so well, news came why, out. Well, why do you do question mark, question mark? Uh, well, the news. I'm glad you asked that question, Hubert. The news just came out recently that Jimmy Butler wants. Well, I shouldn't say recently, but he's demanded a trade from the Timberwolves. Wait a minute. Wait. Wait a minute. Hold. Wait. First of all, you're not going to speed past that. Like you didn't just say what you just said. We're going to go back to that again. <laughs> Pump the brakes. Pump the brakes. Jimmy Butler wants out of Minnesota. Wow. And, you know, this has been brewing for a while. A lot of people said that uh, he had a lot of bad things to say about Andrew Wiggins and Carl Anthony Towns, who just got paid. We'll get into that in a yeah, second. Yes, he did. Yes, big time. <laughs> money Supermax. bags. Anyways, so Jimmy Butler is definitely looking to get out of Minnesota. And uh, he wanted to be traded. <laughs> Get this. He wanted to be traded basically by this Monday coming up, uh, wow. September 24th, because the Timberwolves a have right? a, a, well, they have a media engagement where they announce the team yeah. and they take photos and stuff like that. Yeah. And so it would just be kind of weird and yeah, awkward. Kind of awkward. <laughs> I don't blame him. Like, do you? Do you? Like, if you do everything you need to do to get out of the situation you're in, I guess. I guess yeah. that's the, the takeaway from that. Well, see, it's weird because their head coach, Tom Thibodeau, who coached uh, Jimmy Butler in uh, Chicago, mm. was saying that, you know, I'm just going to talk with him. We're going to have a meeting and uh, never everything will be okay. You never, that yeah. never works out. Never works out. I mean, look what, uh, what was it? Um, there was a player that did that. DeAndre Jordan? Uh, or you thinking basketball he, or football? I'm thinking football. Uh um, was it Le'Veon Bell that did that? No, it was somebody else. Where the coach went down there and tried to talk to the player to see if he wanted to 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 come back with a deal, and it just doesn't work out. It just if yeah. you're not gonna meet the demands of the of the of the worker, it's not gonna work out. Yeah, and then you know Thibodeau's in a weird spot because he's the general manager and the coach, so yes. it's kind of like he's in control of everything there in uh, Minnesota. Kind of like and, Chim, uh, uh, Chip Kelly when he was at the Eagles. Yes. Chip Personnel. And, oh, yeah. We'll talk about him, too, later. Yes. Foreshadowing. <laughs> hey. Foreshadowing for the win. Anyways, there's been so much drama going on back and forth on Twitter. I don't, I don't know. The NBA is just always uh, In the entertaining. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and apparently, Andrew Wiggins, which, who's kind of at the center of all of this, Jimmy Butler doesn't believe that Andrew Wiggins actually plays because he loves the game. He's playing more for a check. Um, Andrew Not Wiggins. Yeah. I'm, Personally, I mean, I, I no, I, I think you should want to win and want to work hard, but at the same time, there's nothing wrong with also right. playing for the I go, I go to work not because I want to work hard. I just want a paycheck so I can take <laughs> care of my stuff. Yeah, like, if, if people really wanted to work hard, there'd be no such thing as the stock market or right. investing in things, right. you know? Anyways, yeah. <laughs> Sweat equity would be everywhere. Anyways, Andrew's uh, Andrew Wiggins' brother got on Twitter and was uh, subtweeting Jimmy Butler about his uh, his announcement, saying "Hallelujah." And then Stephen Jackson, ex NFL, excuse me, NBA player and uh, player with uh, the the Big Three tournament mm -hmm. that uh, or the Big Three league that usually happens over the summer that Ice Cube is a part of. So yeah, Stephen Jackson. 
went in on Andrew Wiggins and his brother and was talking about the fact that Andrew Wiggins just really doesn't have the motor that's necessary. Um, so I, I, I don't mean, know. I There's could, just been a lot that. of back and forth. A I lot of back and that. forth. I've seen, him, I've seen him play. And, uh, yeah, there's just no sense of urgency. Yeah. And especially in the in no, the, I, I agree. In I the agree. Timberwolves period when I watched him play last year. I mean, especially in the playoffs. <laughs> there was no sense of urgency yep. with that team. Only person that was actually doing something was a car a cat. Carl yeah. Anthony Towns. Carl he Anthony was, Towns. He, and reason why is he got paid now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Exactly. Carl Anthony Towns. This is the newest news. Um just came out last night, I believe. Um Carl Anthony Towns is getting a five-year, $190 million deal with the Timberwolves. And as we like to do on this show, we like to take it back a little bit. Show me the money. Yes. Jerry Maguire. Got to always have the soundbite for that. Whenever, whenever somebody gets paid, whenever the money rolls in. Paid well. He got paid well. Yeah. So Carl Anthony Towns is now set up to be the cornerstone of the Timberwolves, which means that a Jimmy Butler deal is eminent. Yes. His, the owner says... Uh, excuse me, the owner of the Minnesota Timberwolves says that he wants a deal done by Tuesday of this week. So this is big. Somebody somewhere um, will pick him up. Jimmy Butler has said he wants to go to either the Clippers or the Knicks. Yes. Fascinating stuff from the world of the NBA right before the season starts. Yes, that's beautiful. Beautiful segue. And as somebody is You know what? I'm done. I'm quit. I quit. You quit? Yeah. <laughs> You see what I did there. I see what you did there. As somebody is transitioning to a new team, somebody is transitioning to retirement. Mr. Vontae Davis, thank you very much. Do you want to go in on your Bills guy? Uh, Not really. Um, (laughs) I just think that we had to put him here because he was one of the hottest takes of the week. Uh, Basically, last week, Vontae Davis was playing for the Bills, the same Bills that we talked about is a very was a very um uh how do I say this nicely very mediocre bills team and uh so he decided that this was the perfect time to retire uh not at the end of the game not contemplating at his locker after the loss like every <laughs> other competent uh, player does decent person, yes. uh, dig somebody that has some kind of dignity. Yeah, no, 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 no. He decided at halftime he was done. First, the reports say that he refused to go into the game, so he left. Uh, went to the locker room early, and then in the locker room, he took his pads off, put on street clothes, told his coaches that he was done, and walked out. So yeah. Um. Uh, First of all, I've I don't understand the whole thought process there. Mm-hmm. Uh Vonte, you you know that there are certain ways to handle situations. I can't go to my boss and say in the middle of the day, I'm done. I'm not I'm leaving. Yeah. I can, but I mean, most jobs you have to give 2 weeks notice. Right. And <laughs> I don't expect I don't expect to get a good decent job after that, especially if yeah. I'm going into the same field like I just I don't I don't understand where his thought process was, but maybe it was time for him to go. I, I just don't know. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, so they were down twenty eight to six at halftime. Yeah, and so that's that's a big deficit, but it's not that bad. No. Um, and so it's kind of like, what were you thinking? If you're a professional, you do it the right way, and you say, okay, I I see what my body's going through. Um, it didn't look it didn't appear that he had any injuries. No, like he wasn't in wasn't great in danger of injuring himself. Yeah. No. So it's kind of like. 
okay, if you're going to quit, you can quit. Just quit in the right way. way. Yeah. You know, because like, at the at the very least, then you can be somebody who's going to end up on a, a, a show like NFL, you know, right. primetime or something like that. He is a pro bowler. He is, a, I think, was a four or five time pro bowler. Like he 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 was a very, very good quarter, a cornerback like and this is the reason why he, he was asked to come back on the Bills squad. Yep. Um. He he has ability. He can play. I mean, I understand that you get to the point where you don't think you can keep up with the younger, uh, the younger guys coming in that have the speed and the talent and everything else. I understand that, but at the same time, use what you use what you have to maybe mentor. You know the young the younger guys coming in. You know if your passion's for the game. If your passion for the game is gone, I understand, you yeah, know, yeah. but do it in the right way. You're a professional. You get paid for this. Exactly. Absolutely. You get paid a lot of money. And you, like you said, he came back and he didn't know if it, he really wanted to come back and so on and so forth. But he got the opportunity. Uh, two-time Pro Bowler. Yes. You basically could say that he he could write his own ticket to do whatever, whatever you want to do. Yeah, exactly. Front office work or, you know, just be a coach or whatever. Now. Yeah. I don't know if people are really going to take a chance on him. No. He's going to have to re- rehabilitate his image. Well, that's going to be hard to do because if he tries to get back to the NFL, nobody's going to take him. Yeah. I mean, that is once rough. you break that tr- that brotherhood, that trust that yes. they have. Yes. The nobody, trust of a teammate not quitting. Right. I don't think anybody else, like, around, if that, once it gets around the league, nobody's going to want you in their locker room. Nobody at yeah. all. So, yeah. I I just, I feel for the guy. I understand where, he, where, he's, where he's coming from, but. You know, you hurt your chances a lot. So. A lot. That, that's a big time no no in my book. I don't know what why you would quit on your teammates. No, I don't. I don't understand that either. But at the end of the day, he did what 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 made him feel what he needed to do, and that's all that matters. It's between him and his family, and you know whatever. And God, yes. <laughs> if you, if you believe in God, yes. If, yeah, if you believe in God. Anyways, you contrast that, a player quitting on his team, to what's going on with Fitz Magic right now in Tampa, somebody who was on the sidelines and now is the guy in Tampa Bay. It's just a completely different story. You want to yeah. get into your, your former team? Uh, Not really. Um, <laughs> you, yeah, they, you were a Tampa fan, right? That was your first football game? No. no? I, I was an Eagles fan all the way. The first game I ever watched in, in, in life it was the Eagles. Oh, um, we I forget which team we play. I just loved the team. I loved Donovan McNabb and and Russell, uh, uh, not Russell, uh, Brian Westbrook and um, you know Todd Pinkston and Vincent Troy and Thrasher. Yeah, all what was the, his name? Thrash Thrasher, James Thrasher. Yeah, yeah. Um, all those guys. That's what that's what I started watching football, and that ever since I just loved that team. So. I never loved it really any other team. I like other teams. Tampa Bay is one of the teams that I like. Yeah, because um, you were there for a while. Yeah, uh, but as far as my favorite teams, Eagles have been all the way. But Fitzmagic is real. It's real. It's real. Ladies like, and gentlemen, it's real. We will see. Lightning it. does not strike twice, wow. except with Fitzmagic. And until it does strike twice. Uh, it has been with the Jets. Docked. Well, it has been. Do- I was talking about real, ma- a real lightning. Like, oh, it does, oh, oh, it does yeah, strike yeah. the same place <laughs> twice. But, anyways, uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, Fitz, Fitz Magic for the second week in a row. He's he's thrown for four touchdowns, over four hundred yards. Uh, he did it against my Eagles last week and torched our our secondary. 
I don't know what we were doing. We were trying to play uh, to not get beat over the top and still got beat over the top, which makes no sense to me. Uh, but anyways, uh, Fitzpatrick is probably one of the best backup uh, uh, quarterbacks I've seen uh, as opposed to Nick Foles. Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. He's basically the backup quarterback of this the last 15 years Yeah, besides Nick Foles. Yeah. I mean, so. I, I said I made the comment a little bit earlier. I was like, if if uh, um, Jameis Winston doesn't watch out, he's going to mess around and lose his job. <laughs> I mean, I think that's solidified, especially tomorrow night when they play the Steelers. And if he leads that Ooh. team to beat the Steelers, yep. a, a, per, a storied perennial franchise, then you can just go ahead and kiss your job goodbye, Jameis. It's it's going to be done. You, you're yeah. not the franchise anymore. Yeah, I, I just really don't understand um, what Jameis is thinking with what he has one more game on his suspension, or is he does he come back next week? He co- he's yeah he comes back next week. Comes but back next week. It all depends on how Fitz plays tomorrow night because I've heard reports where the coach has said if you know if what's what basically if 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 it's not broke, why fix it? Yeah. So I think, there, I, I think there's some chemistry there. Yeah, I Deshaun w- Jackson is back. What I never, I didn't see that coming. And he literally said uh, in the pressers that he said that why would you take out Fitz and put in? Why would you take out the hot hand? Which I agree yeah. with him. Like this is a business. I know that. I mean, fit, uh, our with our team, uh, the Eagles, uh, we had an injury to Carson and Nick Foles came in and and had this magical run, but. With us, it's a little bit different. Our dynamics are a little bit different. I mean, Carson brings more to the table than Nick does. Yeah. So we understand that. But Fitz fits that that system to a T. To a T. And Jameis really doesn't. So, uh, <laughs> well, it doesn't as much as yeah. Fitzpatrick does. So, And then you always have to worry about Jameis doing something crazy. Doing something crazy or getting injured or something or throwing interceptions because he's, what he's, what he's good at is throwing interceptions. So, Okay, quick question. Do you trade Jameis? Probably if Fitz can can keep this up, yeah, I I would definitely I would consider him. that and get some more weapons around Fitzpatrick, honestly. Yeah. But then it could also be the fact that you know, in that system, he's got a bunch of weapons, but the NFL has to adjust. It's all about adjusting, and so yeah, if the defenses can get onto that and adjust to that, I you might see Fitz's numbers go down. You never know. Yeah, that's true. Monday night is going to be big. I can't wait for that game. That's a big game for me in fantasy as well as uh, just to see if. Fitzmagic is truly real. Yeah. So I see this note that you have uh, his, is that his wife? Who? Minka Fitzpatrick? No, trademark? no. <laughs> Minka Fitzpatrick is the cornerback that came out of Alabama. Uh, he he is a cornerback now that is playing for the, uh, the uh, Miami Dolphins. And he, once he saw that uh, Fitz, Fitzpatrick, the the quarterback <laughs> yeah. was try was using that he trying to he tried to coin that term and trademark it for himself. <laughs> Nobody knows who Fitz Mika Fitzpatrick is unless you're an Alabama fan. Yeah, but yeah, I, I mean, he's I really trying thought. to trade trademark the 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 the, the um the the saying uh, Fitz magic. Yeah, and I'm like I had to put this in there because I I thought that was just the stupidest thing ever. It hey really man, is. If you can do it, do it. I'm with you, Minka. Capitalize. I guess. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. Capitalize, man. It's a free country. Do what you got to do. Yeah. <laughs> if you can't make money on the field, 
Make money off it. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. All right. Jordan Matthews going to help Carson Wentz on his return from injury. What do you what do you think if he's do you think he's actually gonna help or not? I, I, he did. He did. This he was he was active today. Um he caught a couple passes, uh, a couple good good key passes from uh from Carson. Carson looked great, by the way. Um uh, thanks for asking. Um <laughs> Carson looked pretty good. He 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 was a little rusty in the beginning. I know we saw a little bit of the highlights. I saw the whole game uh, with my 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 Eagles posse yep. came over to the house and we we kind of kind of hung out and, and watched sipped the game. a little champagne and uh, I don't <laughs> got well, I don't drink so <laughs> <laughs> we drank we we drank water and uh, yes. excuse and, me uh, bubbly non yes. non alcoholic yes. champagne <laughs> shaken not stirred. Um, <laughs> But uh, yeah, it 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 looked good for the franchise. We call them the franchise getting back on the field. Uh, we won the game twenty to sixteen. Um, but uh, Jordan Ma- Jordan Matthews, he's still kind of getting up to speed with it. But I think he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna be a good fit for us going forward. So I feel good about it. I feel good about it. Um, we'll see how it goes the next couple games when we get some. Some of our key guys back because we are riddled with injuries right now. Do you guys still have Aguilar? Yeah, he was a big part of the game. Uh, he didn't. He didn't do a lot because we had a lot more of the three tight end sets. Uh, that's all we have because we have like four healthy wide receivers. <laughs> oh jeez! Uh, right now, and we use two of them today. So gotcha. And then we had three tight ends, which the, the amazing part is our tight ends are just as athletic as wide receivers so oh yeah your tight ends are are beast mode who's that who's the new young guy uh dallas goddard goddard yeah yeah they say he's a big time pickup he's a big time that's why dallas wanted to get him but they they couldn't they couldn't get him we snatched him from under under them did you guys draft him we did uh we drafted him uh i think it was our with our first pick which we didn't have a first round pick i think we had a second round pick so we got him in the second round. Very good. Very good. With that, I think it's time for our rapid fire segment. Huh? I don't even know what that means. Okay. Try to do this as fast as you can and go into the hot topic of the day. First up, Mark Cuban came on the jump this week, a uh, show on ESPN, and he announced that he is donating $10 million to women's organizations. This is all stemming from his uh, issue with the Dallas, Dallas Mavericks and some of the executives that were sexually harassing women. What does this all mean for the Dallas Mavericks and Mark Cuban going forward? PR stunt. That's PR all that stunt. is. That's all it is? That's all it is. I mean, <laughs> I don't think he really cares as long as there's money involved and it makes the organization look good. I don't want to speculate because, you know, I don't want to judge people. But to me, from an outsider's perspective, which this is outsiders looking in. Yep. Uh, it seems like a very, very big PR stunt that he's trying to pull to, to make his team look better. Yeah, and, and last, make him look better. And and the fact that the NBA hasn't suspended him, right? That, that looks bad as well. Right. Exactly. Oh my goodness, is Chip Kelly overhyped after going zero and three with the UCLA Bruins? Uh, is it possible that they could write the ship? Uh, yes. It's just like the same situation in in, in Tallahassee with us. Uh, you inherit a team and you have don't have the players that you you like to run your system. So once he gets once he gets his players in and and gets 
gets them to be able to learn his system from another system, then the the the, the roof will fall off. Basically, he'll he'll probably be scoring twenty to fifty to seventy to points. Seventy points. You know, yeah. that's how he likes to <laughs> that's how he likes to play his games. And that Pac-12 is weak. Really weak. Really weak. Big news coming out today. You broke this, I think. Uh, Anthony Davis has signed with Rich Paul and Clutch Sports, who also represents one Sir, or excuse me, King LeBron James. King, get it right. <laughs> exactly. King LeBron James. What does this mean for the Lakers and LeBron James? He that Anthony Davis will be signing with the Lakers next year. You uh, heard it, you here, heard first. it here first. Yes. <laughs> he signed I mean, it's 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 inevitable. Like that's that's where it's going. LeBron wants to win championships. He is going to go get somebody that will help him. And I'm not saying that the people that's around him are not going to help him, but they're just not there yet. Yeah, he needs another they're not there uh, number yet. two option. Right. Yeah. So uh, Anthony Davis, look for Anthony Davis to land in L.A. in 2019. 2019. Rumor has it that the Steelers are listening for offers uh, for Le'Veon Bell. How how great is his stock right now, and uh, where do you think he will land in 2018? His stock hasn't changed. Uh, whatever he has on the on the field doesn't diminish. He is a very very established and accomplished back. He knows how to play the game, uh, the running back position. What will make uh, teams leery is the fact the off season uh, the off off the field issues and yep. the fact that he's uh, held out and is out riding jet skis in Miami in this whole <laughs> ordeal. But, yeah, there are, there are running back hungry teams out there that will gobble him up. Oh, yeah, in a hot second. Yes. And that was our rapid-fire segment. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for, for listening, as always. Let Take us know what you think about it. This is a good time to plug. You should follow us at YDKJ Podcast on Twitter or send us an email, YDKJPodcast at gmail.com. Don't forget to subscribe. We are on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and SoundCloud. We're wherever you need us to be. That's where we are. Always there. Always there. And whenever you need a helping hand. I like that. Yes. Hot topic time, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> So our hot topic for today is the whole Bill Belichick, Tom Brady relationship. What's going on in New England? I mean, I you can tell that I'm very excited about this because I don't really care about New England, honestly, personally. But uh, but we have to talk about it because it's, it's rel- yeah, it's relevant and it's it's necessary because there are a perennial franchise in the NFL. They have the most championships. Well, they're well, they're t- no. I think the Steelers still have the most championships. I think they're tied with Dallas. But um, yeah, they they that is one of the the probably the best tandem quarterback coach duos that we have seen in recent years. Yeah, and um, it's lasted for so long. Yes. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Since, what, early 2000s? I mean, late, what, when he came into the league, what, 99? Something uh, like that? Yeah, I think the, his first start was 2000 after Bledsoe got yes. hurt. Yes, so, yeah, that that's that relationship has been there for a while. I mean, the debate, who made who? Bill Belichick, did he make Tom Brady, or did Tom Brady make Bill Belichick? I mean, there's just so many, like, um, 
scenarios and situations you can go with it. Bottom line is, if one of them is not with each other, they're not winning anything. Period. Let's just be honest. Uh, the system. I that, disagree, but yes. <laughs> the system <laughs> that Bill that Bill runs is tailor made for Tom Brady. Even though Bill Belichick is a defensive minded coach, uh, and he lets Tom be the commander of the uh, of the offense, and so. Uh, I just, it's, it's, it's crazy to me for the media to make this, this huge thing about, you know, oh, is Bill, you know, is, is, is Tom Brady trying to run Bill out of, out of New England or is, is Bill Belichick trying to sabotage, uh, Tom Brady by not playing, uh, Malcolm Butler in the Super Bowl that made them lose. I I mean, I just, I just don't, I hear so many (laughs) conspiracy theories. It just makes no sense to me. Yeah, I think the idea that they're on the same team, on the same field, and they're uh, trying to actively hurt each other and not win games. Right. Like that's, that's, that's absolutely that's absurd. Absurd, yeah. yeah. The only thing that has any merit to me would be Tom Brady having his, you know, uh, dietitian and his workout guru around the facility all the time. I could see why that would drive Bill Belichick crazy. Right. But uh, all of that other stuff, Malcolm Butler, like, mm, nah, that's just Bill Belichick being a disciplinarian and loving order and uh, which, enforcing all of the rules. Which works to a T in, in in New England because yep. they 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 have the tools and they have the the everything that is necessary to be able to be successful. And for the longest time, you have to have that structure. Yep. Which is why yep. I think when we go into this, but we'll go into I guess we'll go into it early. The Josh Gordon situation mm-hmm. works very well for them because Josh, th- there are certain people that need structure. There are certain people that need to be um, reined in and, you know, let know this is what you can do. This is not this is what you will do or you're not going to have a job, period. Yep. And a lot of people like in 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 um in Cleveland, Josh Gordon was basically he was he was one of the guys. <laughs> you know, we talked about it I think last week with uh, uh Hugh Hugh Jackson. He is he is a players yep. he is a players coach. Players coach. He wants to be friends with all the players. He wants to just kind of you know have a have that atmosphere where you know you let your personality uh come out and you just be you. But there are certain points where you have to leave that at the door and, you know, the team comes first. Yep. Josh did not do that. Yep. And so basically they have to they have to take care of that's that that part of him first before kind of like the like like the military will break you down, take your personality away and then build <laughs> you back up. Yep. So that way you are uh, team oriented first because everybody on the on their team is depending on everybody. Yes. Not one person. Like you. I can't be like, okay, uh, I depend on the center, but I don't care about the tackles. Uh, yeah. If the quarterback did that, the tackles are gonna uh, the quarterback's gonna get eight alive. <laughs> exactly. The center can't guard every, can't block everybody. Yep. So everybody is important, and so they they have to have that mindset. Yeah, it's they have mindset. they have that do your job slogan and no days off and all of that, and so. Yeah, Bill Belichick basically breaks it down and says, this is what you have to do. Right. And I expect you to do it, and I expect you to do it as perfect as possible. Right. Um, no excuses, no mental lapses or anything like that. Right. And so, yeah, this is this is going to be interesting to see. I mean, again, they're they're what? They're one and one right now? Yes. They play tonight. They play the, the Dallas uh, – not Dallas, the Detroit Lions tonight. Yes, Detroit Lions. And – 
Uh, side note, it's it's Matt Patricia's team. Yes. Which is their ex-defensive coordinator. Yeah, so uh, apprentice and apprentice going at it. Yeah. I guess yeah. what you call it, apprentice? I don't, I don't, I don't know. Did I make that up? <laughs> apprentice. An apprentice is the person learning. So the uh, apprentice, uh, oh, I, 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 was, I don't the, the the maestro. I guess I don't. I don't know the. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't know yeah. what you would call the person who the master. I don't. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's that's interesting. Definitely something we should look up later. Yeah, yeah later, <laughs> Def- definitely. Um, but yeah, it's um, it's interesting to see what's going to happen in in New England because Josh Gordon again he didn't get released last week like we thought the Bills. Well, the Bills said they were going to release him. And then at the last second, they changed their mind, made a trade, which was probably a good thing for them. Yeah, um, well, it all depends because I heard certain things about this trade. First, this uh, the trade that the first reports that were uh, the Patriots, if if Josh Gordon wasn't on the field for te- at least ten games, then you know the the the, the Browns traded a got a, got a fifth round pick for Josh Gordon. So if he wasn't on the field for ten games. Yeah. Then the the Patriots got their pick back, and then second or got a seventh round oh, pick back. Oh, gotcha! Got a gotcha. second round pick back for or but uh, last I heard was that the Patriot or the yeah the Patriots wanted that that pick anyway. So yeah. well, that's that's really weird because how do you like Josh Gordon can do anything. Yeah, I, I didn't even know you could put that type of stipulation in a contract. Right. <laughs> so I, yeah, that's, so that's, that's what I'm saying. Like the the Browns got the worst end of this deal because, or seemingly, I don't know if that was the actual the, the clear because that was the last I heard of it. But oh, maybe the salary gets um is uh, now off their books by the trade versus if they released him, they would re- be responsible for the salary probably. So that's probably what they were doing, yeah. trying to get rid of his salary because I think Josh Gordon has a relatively big contract. I mean, not he as should. Big as it did, could be. Have you? Did you see the way how he played two years ago? Like, yeah. it was ridiculous. Yeah. He was terrible. He was a Julio Jones before Julio Jones was Julio Jones. Seriously, <laughs> Josh Gordon is still a beast, and I, I really think that the Patriots and Bill Belichick's system will work out for him. He's going to be a, a a big fantasy get. Whoever yes. has him, yes. Now with Tom Brady, oh my goodness, that's a, that's going to be a, a crazy tandem. So excited for this game tonight, and yeah. it's going to start here in about an hour, I think. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm keeping an eye on the Dallas Cowboys and the uh, Seahawks right now. Oh, what's and, scoring that one? Uh, 13 to 24. The Seahawks are up. Seahawks are up. Uh, Uh-oh, Dallas is going down. Uh, I, I really sincerely hope so. <laughs> you know, I'm an Eagles fan, and I can't stand Dallas. So, yeah. uh, Dak threw his second interception. Anyways, uh, uh, going Come forward. On, Prescott. Yeah, going forward with that. I yeah, just, let's, look at, let's look ahead at the Patriots because I think, honestly, this is the turning point for them. That's yeah. that's why we're talking about this. This yes. is the turning point for the Patriots. Yes, this season is going to be pivotal, pivotal in all of their future um, dealings with Belichick and Brady. And uh, I, I don't know. I think surprisingly, we just talked about this. I think Le'Veon Bell would be a great fit for the Patriots and could save this whole thing. Yeah, that would be disaster for the rest of the league because now <laughs> super team. Yeah, you have you have basically the Warriors getting together. Josh Gordon on one side. Gronk on the other side, Le'Veon Bell to, to sure up the middle, dude. Like this, this is this, this would not be a good. I want to see it. I do not. <laughs> they already. I see they're it like so the bad. Alabama of the league right now. Like Alabama is loaded. Yeah, loaded. I don't want to see the Patriots win ten more Super Bowls. I don't. I don't want them to win one more Super Bowl. I want new 
teams. I like it was refreshing to see my Eagles win the Super Bowl last year. I would love to see them back, but I would love to see also completely new teams. Let's get the uh the Vikings in there. Let's get the uh Dolphins in there. Let's get the the Rams in there. I mean, just new faces. Like it's like kind of going back to the W to the NBA. Like who wants to see the Warriors and the Cavs play again? I I think we're done with that matchup. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. I I I don't know. When it's your team, it's different. So right. I'm sure I'm sure like if my Bengals won, I'd be like, yeah, let's win every year. Right. You know, so it's, right. when it's your team is different. And they a lot of people say that dynasties actually uh, work better with fans because people hate evil empires right. that win every year. Right. So they tune in to watch them lose, uh, just like with Floyd Mayweather and fights and just like the Warriors and so on and so forth. So. I don't. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't love the Patriots getting to the Super Bowl every year, but I love when they lose. When right. They get to Ex- the Super Bowl. Exactly. <laughs> so exactly. I don't, I don't know, but it's um, it's going to be interesting because we've been a little spoiled. I think yeah. for the last 10, 20 years, just the Bill Belichick, Tom Brady, uh, Peyton Manning, Aaron Rodgers, Drew Brees, like all of these great quarterbacks and these great coaches, just teaming up. And uh, really dominating the league, right. and so I, I'm, I'm going to be just a little sad. As much as I hate the Patriots, I'm going to be a little sad when the Brady and the Belichick New England um, franchise is is over. It's I, mean, done I, I will always respect, sort of, kind of respect them because you know, <laughs> you know, they were they were caught cheating. So, you know, yeah, but um, multiple times, multiple times, but <laughs> multiple times. You know, it's one thing to cheat and lose. Exactly. But it's another thing to cheat and actually win. Yep. And th- that's what makes that's what separates them from everybody else. Like they <laughs> cheated and they won. Like it's 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 hard to win in the NFL, especially and it especially if you get caught and people know that you're cheating. But like yeah. these guys are they're so good. It they cheat and win, they don't cheat and win. Like it's it's ridiculous. Yeah. So, and in my personal opinion, I, I don't think they're the only ones cheating. They may be the. Oh, no, I'm sure everyone cheats at some point. Everyone's cheating at some point, and even in baseball, you know, they have people stealing signals and stuff like that. But right. what you said is so true. If you're gonna cheat, <laughs> at least win. win. Exactly. Be at the least. Lance Lance Armstrong of cheating, please. Because <laughs> it's like, what is going on? I remember when Alex Rodriguez got caught with steroids. I was like. You only won one championship. Right. Like, what, what is are you doing? On? What is going on? Like, do you understand that cheating is supposed to help you win? <laughs> like, that's that's the whole point of cheating. Like, <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, crazy. But, yeah, Patriots, dynasty that will always be remembered for better or for worse. And uh, it's going to be very interesting to see what happens coming up. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, we thank you always for listening. Please share the podcast. We are on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Podcasts, and SoundCloud. Go ahead and just send that link to a friend. Let them know that you enjoy the show. And let us know that you enjoy the show as well. Tweet at us at YDKJPodcast or send us an email, YDKJPodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Anything else you want to add? I think I'm good. Good? All right. Well, this... This is the podcast you don't know, Jack. We are the Outsiders Looking In. My name is Chris Brown. And I'm Hubert Maitland. And we'll catch you in the next one.